This episode is sponsored by iTunes. Go to www.cheapseatreviews.com. Click on the iTunes button, purchase anything you want, and a small portion will go to this podcast. But not Stumpik. Stumpik? What's Stumpik? On a farm, when a pig is born small like that, it's Stumpik. A runt. So, so he wasn't a runt. He was a... He was a big guy, like me. Big guy. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 93, and today we are talking about Witness. I am Sean Orris, and joining me tonight is Corny, killed by corn, Logan. Oh. (laughs) There it is. Oh. As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain. <laughs> I, That's right. Uh, you knew it was coming. I, I, well, <laughs> I, I actually debated changing the intro of our podcast to that song. Yeah, uh, I wish you would have. I, really, I wish yeah, you would have. Yeah, why not? Well, I'll, I don't have a real reason. I just didn't. But thank you. Well, Sean didn't want to have to get medieval on that, Heine. Oh, I am a hundred times more humble than thou art. Um, <laughs> me and the little omelets on my knees day and night scoring points for the afterlife. Yeah, I know the words to the song. Um, and Sam, in an entire field, and you hit the birdhouse. Vector. <laughs> please please hold on while I uh, I put down my hammer and, and my hat and uh, and and bring you this podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, Sam is doing this podcast uh, Amish style, so it is actually yes. tin can string tied into my system here. No, that is way too much technology. Oh. I am simply screaming from my house. You're not German anymore. I don't know what happened. You're almost <laughs> Russian? I think you know. crossed the border somewhere? I don't know. I'm just, hey, I'm glad that we're all celebrating Thanksgiving and this great Amish holiday for uh, when the Amish came over and colonized... <laughs> Um, America. And <laughs> that what we're calling it. I don't think that's what happened, but okay. Yeah, and um, I think it's it's very appropriate that we are doing this on on this day. So I, I commend you, Opie, for uh, for putting this together. Uh, I, oddly enough, you're like the third person that said that. Um, that they're like, oh, you're doing witness. How how appropriate for for Thanksgiving <laughs> holiday? And I was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, no. Okay, and they're like, well, you know, because it's like the Amish, and they do like they farm, and like they have big meals together, like like it's like the way it used to be, yeah. and I'm like, okay, that wasn't the intention. Um, a, a listener requested that we do, you know, another in her words, hunky Harrison Ford movie, so we picked this movie. Um, yeah, actually, yeah. she this picked this. She picked this movie, so yep. that's why we did witness. Um. <laughs> 
once again, we are without the uh, um, docile tones of, of Chad. Um, Vocal stylings. Um, I believe he's driving to his parents' house in, in Asheville. Somewhere. Oh, okay. So. As long as it's a, a real reason. It's a reasonable excuse. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because he just sent us the message and said, not making it tonight. Okay. Dang it, Chad. Yeah, you're fired. So well, the message I just got, the message uh, I got had a little emoticon middle fingers. Nice. So I just assumed, you know. <laughs> um, so without Chad and still um, without Catherine, uh, I'm just going to read the intro. Oh, unless, okay. oh unless, no, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait. Okay. I, I, can, I can probably do pretty pretty bad version if you'd like well i'm saying let's sam wants to try his german accent but okay my german it. only goes so far yeah uh, i'll just i'll just read it i, I can know, do french i read the read my daughter a, a french story tonight with the with the french accent i don't know how that would be relevant other than just funny yeah um french no i'll, I'll just mean uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a young amish boy is sole witness to a murder. Murder most foul. Policeman John Book, which is a cool name, by the way. He's also Actually, related pre- to um, pre-reverend or preacher Shepherd, uh, Shepherd, Buck. Shepherd Buck. Shepherd Buck, yeah. They're, they're, they're cousins um, on his mother's side. Goes into hiding in the Amish country, or Amish, as they said in the movie, to protect him until the trial, which doesn't happen. Um, ever. Ever, for some reason. <laughs> Um, actually, I know the reason. Uh, so this is 1985's uh, Witness. Can I witness. get a witness? Um, <laughs> directed by Peter Weir. Where? Um, you know, Weir. Such such fine uh, movies as The Truman Show and Master and Commander and Dead Poets oh, Society. So he's he's got some good. Absolutely. Well, this is very, very uh, critically acclaimed. Yeah, it won two Oscars. Yeah, no, it's not it really. Didn't. Yeah, well, I didn't win Oscars that you you, you want, but it's still <laughs> okay. I mean, oh, let me guess, they won uh, for soundtrack, right? No, God, like no. Sound okay, editing? good, good. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, film <laughs> editing and best writing screenplay. Oh. Um, it was nominated. Oh my God, corny. No. Yes. No, no, no. It was nominated for best picture. Good. Best okay. actor in a leading role, Harrison Ford, which okay. this is his only movie he's ever been nominated for an Oscar for. And yeah. that makes me kind of sad for him. I, I kind of thought he had had an Oscar, honestly. Yeah, for some reason I thought he had. Didn't he have one for Fugitive? No, I thought he was nominated for Fugitive, and I also thought he was nominated for Sabrina. Huh. Uh, but apparently not. Um, oh, so he has Leo disease. Yeah, basically. Well, yeah. no, Leo gets nominated. Leo, just yeah, he gets win. nominated. Just doesn't win anything. Harrison Ford. Well, I mean, I guess when you're kind of stuck doing Star Wars and Indiana Jones, you're not win- winning a whole lot of awards. Um, I'd take them. Yeah, I think he. I think he, they should just give it to him for best supporting actor for the new Star Wars movie. I don't care how good he is in it. They should just give it to him. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Like you know, like I'm like 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 unless they... he comes out kind of like the Crystal Skull uh, Harrison Ford, where. Uh, uh, you know, he can barely move in the I action don't, scene. I don't blame him for that movie. I blame solely Lucas and Spielberg. Ugh. You know, like... LaBeef. He and LaBeef, yeah. I mean, he's doing the best he can with a whole lot of bad. Like, if you go back and watch that movie, which I don't recommend, he's, <laughs> he's not the worst part of that movie. He's got some great little one-liners. 
you know, and he's not the worst part of that movie by a long shot. So kind of like Skeletor in uh, Master of the Universe. Actually, that's a very great comparison. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. You know, like Frank Langella is a good actor, and he's doing his best in a in an otherwise <laughs> shitty film. <laughs> you know, he's doing his best while in skeleton makeup, right? It's, um, in a fantasy setting, right? It's the it's a it's a it's a nice side of beef. <laughs> on a, in a plate of shit, you know, it's like oh God. it's still there's yeah. still poop all over it, but that's still good beef. Um, makes me sad for the beef. Um, he called the shit poop. Uh, uh, best director Peter Weir. Oh, this is all other things he was nominated for: best cinematography, best art direction, set direction, and best musical score. No, yeah, dude, this score was horrible. It was awful. Ugh. I uh, mean, it, it was, set a mood. I will say that. It set, but it kind of the it, mood not, was not the I'm bored. <laughs> the mood, the mood pissed me off. Now I will say this, and I'm I, I did not capture it, and I and I should have, and I'm gonna find it real quick if I maybe can. Um, what was this movie called? Witness Protection. Oh, <laughs> Protection. The only moment in the entire movie that was worth listening to. See, like, let's see if there's. A... That's just so bad. All right, so oh, hang in there. Here we go. This is the raising of the bar, right? Like this is okay, you know. It's. All right, so let me tell you. Let me tell you where I've heard this before. I realize where I heard it. Awful. Um, when you're a music major and you're having to compose your own little piece for your uh, your music theory class, yeah, they inevitably sound like this: <laughs> some chords, some random notes, yeah, some random melody. Just... You have no idea what you're doing, and then you turn it in because you have two hours to complete right. the project because you procrastinated. Right. So I'm pretty sure if I if I dig through all my uh, stuff from college, I'm going to be able to reproduce this entire this score. score, this entire score. Okay, all right, uh, all right. So the guy that that composed it, Maurice Alix Jarre, uh, is fr- he's French. Who's, he's he's Amish. Oh, no, he's French. French. Um, See, I could have done it in French. Yeah, he he di- <laughs> he died at the age of 84. So good for him, and he did a whole bunch of really good stuff. Like what? Um, well, like what you say? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, starting from new to old, let's see. He did Sunshine. Okay. Uh, um, uh, Which, again, is kind of creepy and mellow. Uh, okay, Ghost. I don't know, I guess. My heart will go on. No, that's not. What is that? Uh, not, the sound. The big. I don't know. Prancer. Dead Poet Society. Dead Poet Society. Gorillas in the Mist. Oh, oh, yeah. There's some good stuff in so there. So he did some good movies. I don't know if those movies are or good soundtracks. No way out. Maybe somebody came to him in this one and said, "Hey, we want it to be as in- plain as the Amish." Enemy mine. I mean, well, but why use keyboards? Why use, use organ eighties? I, yeah. I I don't know the answer to that. I it was just, and it wasn't just the fact that was that it was that guy. He's done a whole bunch of stuff. Jeez, uh, one hundred and sixty-seven credits. So and he did Lawrence of Arabia, Doctor Zhivago. So he did really great films. So I, I can't be too mad at him. And maybe, I don't know, Sam, maybe, or whoever made the point, like maybe they were like, hey, Peter Ware was like, look, you know, 
Amish are playing, so let's just go playing. And he was like, okay, I'll just do the whole thing on a on a synthesizer. Or, or if, you know, let's do playing, and you've got three hours. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, I, I just, I just, just <laughs> this does not feel like a fully thought out score to me. This, this, this is honestly, you know what it feels like? It feels like, hey, we need music for this. Uh, record and some notes, and here you go. Yeah, cool. I, Put I, it in. I know. Like, I don't. I don't know. I really hope that it's not something like that. I mean, we're kind of <laughs> we're kind of poking fun at this guy's career a little bit. Um, no, but we we've said he had a great career. Well, he's got some good stuff in the in the in there. It's just this is a piece of poo. Yeah, it it, it kind of is. Um, <laughs> It, it kind of is. I mean, yeah. it's just not good. Um, all right. I'm actually... All right. I'm going to have to do this this way. Um, 1985 Oscar noms. Oscar nominations. Because I want to know what it went up against. Yeah. You know, like... 85. Well, that's right after 84. Interesting. All right. Give me a second. Obviously. The winners and nominees. All right. Here we go. All right, real quick. Who? What won Best Picture? Eighty-five. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Sam's mom, because she's so awesome. Uh, no. I don't know what won. What won it? Out of Africa. Okay. Uh, so Best Original Score won uh, by John Barry for Out of Africa. Okay. Um, Agnes of God. Never heard of it. The Color Purple. Um, oh. Silver Wait, Rock. Yeah. Uh, How did that, that didn't win Best Picture? I thought that was like no, no, best... no, Best Score. Oh, okay. well, Color Purple didn't win Best Picture either. Huh. Uh, Silverado and then Witness. Interesting. There must not have been a whole lot of other good movies that came out that year. Um, best Sound Editing, Back to the Future one. How about mm. that? Um, with Rambo Part Two being nominated and Lady Hawk. Ooh, Lady Hawk. <laughs> oh my God. Is that a Matthew Broderick film? Yeah, it was one of his first. Good job. Yeah, look um, at me. Yeah, look at you. Uh, uh, yeah, Harrison Ford lost that year for Best Actor to William Hurt for Kiss of the Spider Woman. I've oh, never heard worst of comic that. book ever. Right? <laughs> it's a Brazilian what? A Brazilian drama film directed by. Uh, Hector, somebody, Adaphnia. I've never heard of it. Oh, well, that doesn't mean anything. There's a lot of movies from the 80s I'd never heard of. Um, anyway, the point is that the soundtrack was awful. That's yes. all I'm going to say about that. Uh, except until later on when I give my soundtrack grade, then I'll say something bad about it. Again. <laughs> um, and oddly enough, that's my first note in the movie. <laughs> that was my first note. This music sucks. Hate synth brass. Hate synth brass. Ugh. Blah. Um, Oh, before I get into the show notes, I'm supposed to do the thing that we do. Um, oh, whoops. <laughs> yeah, since Chad's not here, I'm all thrown off. But though I should actually be used to it. We haven't had him in six months. Four, eight, yeah. Um, Corny, had, had any of us ever seen this before? Oh, hell no. Sam? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've okay. seen it. All right. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Shame on you, Sam. I'm, I am a film... Uh, concierge. Oh my God! Don't say stuff like that. It makes you wait, say, wait, 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 wait. One, it makes concierge. You, wait, wait. Yeah, you said no, film concierge. Yeah, you said the wrong is, word, which makes you. No, sound no, no. Like, I think he. I think he meant the right word. He waits on movies to go to him, and he just takes <laughs> he the movies takes her, up to someplace. Yeah, he's, a, he's the concierge. 
I'm a movie concierge. Okay. <laughs> what a dumbass. Sir, don't you mean connoisseur? No, 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 no. I take movies. I, no, I don't watch I them. them. I just take them. Yeah. I take them, yeah. Connoisseur, thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the word. Connoisseur, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sam, I had your back, man. I jumped right <laughs> on that concierge. Oh, my God. Concierge. Uh, good job oh. there, Quiz Essential. Um, go ahead, Corny. <laughs> I've <laughs> uh, never watched it before, and uh, uh, I knew what I was getting into uh, when this movie started, and that uh, that that music, that wonderful music started. Um, <laughs> okay, no, in all honesty, uh, I, I really thought it was going to be awful. I thought it was going to be one of the worst things I've watched since Transformers with this group. But uh, I was actually pleasantly surprised. I mean, I, I still don't think it's awesome, but... Um, I think the story picked up in a, a very, um, I want to say unique. That's not the right word, but it's it's certainly different. Okay, definitely, yeah. Uh, Sam, yeah, I'd seen this seen this a long time ago. I don't even remember why or when or how. I, it might have even been for a uh, a film class that I took up at App. I thinking is when I saw it. Um, and the film class specifically was talking about structure, um, and, um, how to basically create a linear film, you know, beginning to end. This is obviously not a Quentin Tarantino type film. Um, but other than, you know, I, kind of sat, other than that class I took, I sat down to this and, and really tried to enjoy it with my CSR glasses on. Um, obviously the music is horrendous yeah. and there are some very long scenes with this music in it that is kind of torturous, yeah. you know, at least in my mind it was torturous, yeah. but I, I enjoyed the characters. Um, I totally expected, uh, Danny Glover to say, uh, I'm too old for this shit. He barely had any lines though. <laughs> and, um, but, um. I tell you, those corn, those corn silos aren't aren't no joke. Oh, you know, it's it's you don't mess with those things. You don't mess with corn at all. That's right. No, especially no. when there's children inside it. I, I was a little. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little worried about corny in this film in terms of uh, little boys out in the cornfields, um, and things you know, like that. Hadn't occurred to me till now, Sam. Appreciate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> now he's gonna have nightmares. And the the little kind of Amish style clothing, you know. Although the kid in the black, like I, for a moment, I was like, wait, wait, "What am I watching here?" <laughs> but I, it's a good little film. It it takes a while, but it really does build momentum. And uh, I I totally forgotten why exactly Harrison Ford was hiding out with the Amish. Uh, for some reason, I thought it was like a witness protection program. Um, from when I saw it a long time ago, but it makes more sense that that the crooked cops were after him, um, and he got you know, and you know the birdhouse malfunction <laughs> uh, that happened on uh, uh, on that poor car. Yeah, but uh, it was kind of fun. I, I was confused a little bit at the end. Um, I guess you know, spoiler alerts. He just kind of left, mm-hmm. and there was this like <laughs> love story esque type thing happening. And I felt kind of bad for the girl. She's left with, with Lars or whatever his name was. Um, the, the bad guy. The bad guy from Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah, the bad guy from Die Hard. 
Thank you. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that. Oh, yeah. Immediately, I'm like, I'm like, oh, he's gonna. He get, killed my brother. He's gonna get killed, and then he's gonna come back and um, save the day. Yeah. So it's a fun little film. It's not the best, but it's got a good good story to it. How about you, Sean? Uh, well, first of all, that guy we're talking about, his name is Alexander Gundov. Uh, God, God enough. Good enough. Uh, good enough. Yeah, good enough for good me. Enough. Uh, oh, he died back in '95. Oh, that's sad. Oh, he died of hepatitis. Oof. Oh God. Uh, he was from the USSR and defected. Really? Uh, he was. Uh, he he was um, in the ballet. I'm trying to read up more about him, but my my mom. I mentioned this to, that we we're doing this for the this movie, and she was like, "Oh yeah, that's got Alexander. What's his name? And he was the bad guy from Die Hard, and he defected." And I was like, "Oh." Okay, that's kind of cool, Mom. So I had to read a little bit. Um, to answer my question, as I ask, uh, I actually realized halfway through the movie that I had seen this movie before, but only the barn raising scene. <laughs> and that's probably because my mom was watching it and was like, hey, come watch this. They're going to raise a barn. And I was like probably 9 or 10 and thought, okay, that's kind of neat. And I watched the scene. So I remember seeing that... Um, that <laughs> uh, I was hoping barn raising <laughs> montage. Yeah, um, we hadn't had a montage in the movie no, in a we while, haven't. or we, I That's haven't, true. I haven't played the tune in a while. Maybe um, I don't know. Either either way, it's been a while. So, uh, so I had seen that moment only, so I knew basically nothing of the movie going into it. So, for all intents and purposes, <laughs> I've never seen any of it, um, and I was super pleasantly surprised with this movie. I was kind of grumbling about this one, not not saying anything against you, Jen. I just, I, after Kung Fu Hustle, which was so ridiculous and fun, <laughs> I was kind of like in the mood for more of that, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, like I had a craving for more of that. And I'm actually really glad that this movie was as good as I, that I, as I didn't expect. And, and we've talked about that ex- expectations, you know, like, yeah expectations can really make a difference in, in life and, you know, other than, you know, anything else. And I had not very high expectations cause I didn't know anything about this movie. I didn't know it was nominated for best picture and Harrison yeah. Ford was nominated. And maybe if I had known that going into it, maybe I would have had a different experience watching it, but I really enjoyed this movie. Um, it was less love story than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I thought this movie was all love story. There's, there's actually some cop intrigue, and there's a shootout twice. Um, um, there <laughs> was, that's my car, and that no should have been shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mean you mean this thing here? Police back in the elevator. She's like, that's our car. <laughs> oh my gosh, that made me laugh. Um, I do like the fact that Harrison Ford's like, right, is this is this happening right now? He calls her an idiot. Like, <laughs> I don't have enough anything else to do. I gotta deal with you. That was funny. Um, Did you manage to write up on that? And uh, fired fourth shot. Um, elevator opened. Told the couple to get back in. Uh, lady then proceeded to tell me that her car was being shot at. Right. I called her an idiot. And then shot her in the leg, <laughs> uh, out of frustration. <laughs> out of frustration, yeah. Um, 
So I, I really actually had a good, not well, maybe a good time, but I was, I was pleasantly surprised, and I really found myself really caring about what happened to these characters. Yeah. You know, like. Um, well, they they really made you care about the Amish. Yeah. You know the, the Amish as a people, even with Lars there, um, being you know, kind of weird and creepy. Yeah, but he wasn't really a douche. He just kind of. Yeah. And actually, I felt like there was going to be like a love triangle thing. Like, yeah, like, like, yeah. like he was would... going to hate Harrison Ford, not because he's English, but because he was in, you know, kind of impeding on, yeah, on his courtship. Right. Which, damn, her husband was barely dead. And that courtship happened really quickly. Yeah. Um, That's how they do it. Those almost don't play. I guess, dude. But No, really, they don't play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They have some play. They have to have some fun. Um, uh, so uh, I uh, nah, but, stop horsing around, Sam. But but that didn't happen, which I actually thought was kind of cool. And I actually like the fact that though he was an outsider at the end of the movie, they all kind of came to his aid. Well, they didn't really know what was happening, so <laughs> they just heard the bell. They probably thought it was dinner or something, and they just came over. But oh, no one heard shot in the bell. I must go to the next farm to get them limited. Right. Yeah. And then they came over and then a guy with a gun shows up, but none of them moved. You know, they were like, you know, I thought that was kind of a cool, you know, the, the Am- Amish army was there to, to stand by. Um, just no guns. I, I kind of actually. Not even pitchforks. They left the pitchforks behind. Well, they, again, they didn't know what was happening. They didn't know that it was an alert situation. That's not like that bell is the danger bell. You know, it's not like it's. 16th century where someone rings the bell and then the villagers come with weapons because the raiders are there, you know? It's like, oh, okay. They, there's a bell happening, so maybe someone needs something. I don't know. Maybe they're like you said, oh, maybe lemonade is ready, you know? So, <laughs> the lemonade! Yeah, exactly. So Apparently you're not supposed to guzzle lemonade. That must be an Amish thing. That was funny. He just sucked that thing dry and she gave him like, like an offensive look. Like, how what dare you just... drink no, that no, thing? No, I, no, I, I took that look to be the, oh my. Oh, is that what it was? Like, oh, I, I thought he that can, was a. He sure can hold his lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, okay, so when I saw that, it, it made me think of, you know, the scenes where a guy drinks milk and, you know, pouring over, or drinking something, it's just a lot of something, and then he does the shirt wipe, and he's like, thanks. Yeah. Like, that happened. I was like, oh, like it was like a manly kind of moment thing? Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe. I kind of see her going, oh, my, that was a. I, I always thought, when, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, she pissed and he drank all of it? And yeah, so then later on, he took a sip and then gave it to somebody else to take a sip. And Mars. I was like, oh, is that what's supposed to happen? Like, he's supposed to share with her? I don't know. Whatever. He's the one working, sweating in the barn. Um, all all pull, pull, pull your own glass, woman. Foot loose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, not to mention getting up at, what, 4.30 in the morning yeah, to, really. to get all this work done. Um, <laughs> them Amish are crazy. Yeah. Well, they built a barn. I, I My note was, they built a barn in a day. It's taken 10 years to build 45, but they can build a barn <laughs> in a day. We need Amish working on our roads. <laughs> <laughs> They're still not done with 45. Damn it. So, anyway. I uh, thought that was... Uh, so, um, something else that happened in the movie that made me... Uh, that I was expecting, but didn't, but it worked out... So Harrison Ford basically yells the guy down, right? You know, like when you have the bad guy with the gun oh, yeah. and then they talk oh, at the to very him. end. He just yells at him, enough! You know, and I was like, ooh, I'm kind of scared. And he, did you see his face in that moment? Oh, he was pissed. 
That was, I thought that, he, I mean, there's a reason why he was nominated. Yeah. And that was a scary Harrison Ford. That was yeah. a legitimately scary Harrison Ford. I thought they were going to do the thing where he, he, the guy with the gun standing there, and then like the guy steps in front of Harrison Ford, then the yeah. next guy, yeah. then the next guy. I, I thought that was what was going to happen. The I am Spartacus moment. I guess. Um, if you're going to, yeah. if you're going to get, if you want to get Spider-Man, you got to go through me and me and me and me and me. And like, me. like that was going to happen, right? And instead, okay, Harrison great. Ford basically stared him down and said, stop doing what you're doing. And just walked up and just took the shotgun out of his hand. <laughs> like, that was pretty he, awesome. He pulled the mom. He, he pulled a mom. He pulled an angry mom. He, did, he pulled an angry flip. You're right. He did an angry flip. No. I said no. Right? You, no. No. I'm like, wait a minute. Bad. Put it down. You have, you have, you have two guns, and I'm going to come and just take them both from you. <laughs> and then you're going to kneel down at the door in some strange... Th- Thing that you're doing some prayer as soon as i saw him on film though i know he was a bad guy because he's always a bad guy in movies he always plays a bad guy that guy paul schaefer whatever his real name is paul schaefer isn't he on uh late show yeah nope, not him. anymore well, not anymore but um uh, joseph summer uh you played a bad guy in well he played the president in x-men the last stand oh okay and he played he a douche mcbaggins in patch adams um, he was in the other guys, Corny. He, was he? he played the DA. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, uh, let's see. That movie contains one of my favorite, um, uh, animal, animal, uh, fighting, uh, he was, oh my God, that part. He was in Shaft as the lo- lawyer, right? I don't remember that. Uh, yeah, he's in, uh, I mean, he was there. I just don't remember. Yeah, he was in the, he was, um, uh, Batman's lawyer. Um, Oh man, yeah, Christian Bale. Christian Bale, racist oh. Christian Bale. Remember, uh, he w- he played Gerald Ducksworth in the Mighty Ducks. Um, anyway, his last name was Ducksworth. Have you not seen the Mighty Ducks? I don't remember the name Ducksworth. That's where they. That's where they come from. That's what the name of the team comes from. Really? It's because not- he's the sponsor of the of the team. He's huh. he's the lawyer that owns the law firm that Emilio Estevez works for, and. Emilio Estevez, Estevez. Estevez uh, works for. <laughs> That's a psych thing to say him. And uh, um, he uh, he needs money, right, for the team because these kids are like yeah. got whatever. And so they sponsor. He sponsors it's... the team, and so that they call themselves the Ducks. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Go back. Yeah, and, I don't go, remember that part. It's fine. You, you were like thirty when you watched that movie the first time when it first came out <laughs> back in '89. So. <laughs> and that was a long time ago. Um, That's when you know when I started, you know, looking, you know, puberty hits and yeah. and you know other things are being focused yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's so no, Sam. Oh, no, so, <laughs> no. So the the scene in the bathroom, the 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 murder in the bathroom. Um, yes, it's funny. The director wrote in trivia that I'll, I'll read later, uh, or I guess I won't read it since I'm going to tell you now. Wrote that this was one of the most violent scenes he had ever filmed. And uh, but he wanted it to appear like really violent and gruesome, and in fact, in like he actually was wanting people to be like upset the fact that this kid quote unquote witnessed this horrible act, right? And oh. I kind of laughed because that knife across the throat looks so fake and silly that yeah. I kind of giggled a little bit. <laughs> but but then that kid. Um, he was very clever in the way he kind of bought himself some time and then scooted under the stalls. And of course, Danny Glover 
could have, you know, just all he's got to do is look under and, and the first time, but he doesn't want to get his yeah. suit dirty. There's blood all over the floor. So uh, I thought that was actually really great. I thought the sister with the mullet was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> holy crap. So um, this actually kind of made me upset too. They they leave the crime scene, right? Uh-huh. And they're driving in the car, and then they just go to some like bad part of Philadelphia, right? To some bar, and they leave them in the car, and they grab a guy who they think could be the bad guy, and then they just bring him out and show him, shove him in front of the wife and kid. You would never do that. Uh-oh. Are you kidding me? Like how dangerous that is? What if while they were in the bar, someone was like, "Hey, a free car with a kid and a girl, you know, girl in the back." Not to mention the whole thing about identifying somebody is you don't want to get them mad at or you know there's you don't want repercussions basically right you don't want that the witness to show up until the day of the trial when yeah. then they can't do anything like no. I, I was I I actually that part made me kind of pissed off a little bit I was like I know this is the 80s and we think cops do like nothing by the law. But come on, um, that was ridiculous. That that I could not believe that. Um, Detroit for you. I mean, really. And then the guy says, "Honest mistake," and the guys are all laughing, like, "I don't think that's the way it would work right now." Especially after getting slammed into the window, or yeah, that definitely wouldn't work in 2015. Um, I thought this line was hilarious. When can we leave the city? trying to get this over with as quick as I can, then you can go. Good. But Samuel's probably going to have to come back and testify. I'm sorry. No, you're not so glad. I'm glad? Because now you have a witness. Yeah, now I got a witness. I just don't like my son spending all his time with a man who carries a gun and goes around whacking people. Whacking? Whacking? <laughs> that was kind of humorous. Whacking. Um, of course, he's a cop who's the bad guy. Um, that's a trope. So you got I, there's a bunch of tropes in this movie. The dirty cop trope. The uh, the let me tell my uh, supervisor who turns out to be the ringleader of said dirty yeah. dirty cops. Egg flipping exactly. Like I wonder if the negotiator watched this movie and went, yeah, let's just do that. You know, because that's kind of <laughs> what happens, right? There's bad cops, and then the, he he has to tell his. His boss ish, who's the ringleader? Um, who? Um, yes. Uh, shoot out in the garage. I thought was kind of terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, how I, far away were they from each other? Well, maybe ten or fifteen feet. Here's the thing: Danny Glover knew he was the bad. He the cop. He was. You know what I'm saying? Like he knew, right? Yeah. Because he went to Schaefer. Harrison Ford did. And then said, "Hey, these, you know, we think I think it's Mc McGlover, whatever his name is." Yeah. And then he's Mc- like, "I can't remember his name, <laughs> Elroy or something. I can't remember his name." And they're like, "Are you sure?" He's like, "Yeah. Who knows about this? Just you and I, okay?" So then he, of course, goes tells Danny Glover. So if Danny Glover is his whole purpose is to kill Harrison Ford, then why give him an opportunity to like turn around? Just shoot him in the back. You're a bad guy. What do you care? You cut a guy's throat while his head was in a bag. It's not like you have honor, you know? Just shoot him in the back. Anyway. <laughs> and then when he turns around, you give him an opportunity to pull his weapon. Now, you did, of course, you shot him in the in the hip there a little bit, but 
You know, um, I was going to say, uh, Amish Solo probably shot first. Amish Solo. <laughs> he did shoot first. No, he didn't. No, uh, Mc, uh, McLover shot first. I'm just going to keep calling that. Um, I don't know why, but I, whenever I see a cop with a 38 stub nose, a 38 special stub nose, I just think, like, you're not hitting anybody past 15 feet. Those things are so inaccurate, yeah. but. Whatever, that's beside the point. Um, I think they're such stupid-looking guns. They kind of are. They they're just look, ugly. They look, and they look old. And they look tiny. Yeah. So well, you look tiny. <laughs> no, no, I don't. No, he is. He is not stupid. 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 Was that, stupid. Is that is that an actual German word, Sam? Not that I know of. No, okay. They use Dutch German, I think. No. Oh. Because that whole preacher scene at the beginning, I was like, oh, Sam should translate. Because I actually turned on English subtitles on Netflix, and it did not have a translation. <laughs> it just didn't do anything. So I guess we're not ever supposed to know what they were saying. Um, speaking of that gun, though, I actually thought it was kind of cool how he was teaching the kid kind of gun safety. You know, like... Well, like a except, dad would? Well, yeah. Except that I thought... He was definitely overstepping his bounds, uh, and, well, and mainly it's because I, I guess I I grew up in a house without guns, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Just like ask the permission of the parent first before you do that. Well, I I, I see that point, and and his reaction to everything was I thought great. She's like my house, my rules. He said absolutely. Here are the gun. Here are the bullets. Hide them from him. He, yeah, he, you know, like I thought that I saw that and I'm like ow. Oh. That was actually great parenting. Good job, director. You know, like, because some movies, and this is 85, I mean, maybe this is 2015, they're going to make some kind of political statement about how guns are the root of all evil, whatever. You know, fine. That's how you believe, whatever. But I thought that that was actually nice, like, good of him to say, these are dangerous. And if you want to hold it, I will let you, but I'm going to take all the bullets out. So now it's just an object, right? It's not a weapon anymore. Yeah, uh, I thought that was actually kind of a nice little moment. Uh, but to your point, Sam, you're right. Yeah, but I mean, like, he was trying to make a point right then. You know, like, no, can't touch it, you know. And the way the kid was picking it up, I'm kind of surprised a gun didn't go off anyway. I mean, because <laughs> he put his thumb in there in the in the trigger guard, like on the inside where the trigger is. I thought, yeesh. Uh, maybe that- he's going to accidentally be fired or something, you know. Um uh, I thought this was hilarious. Squeeze. I am squeezing. <laughs> you never had your hands on a teat before. Not one this big. <laughs> <laughs> what was you? What was that, Harrison? What were you squeezing? Tits. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> yes. I forgot about that. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> so we've only seen Harrison Ford in two movies, and in both movies he talks about tits. I love it. Um, oh, another great. movie where dancing is a sin. Uh, did you yep. guys see a young Vigo Mortensen? I I did. Yeah, I did. I did. Where? Um, I don't. Know. He's a uh, all right when when they uh, get stopped by. Uh, McJackass yeah. before Harrison Ford beats him in the face. Repeatedly. Um, repeatedly. <laughs> he's uh, in the back. He's actually one of the guys who says, let's just go. Yeah. 
okay. He's also there at the barn raising, and he's there at the big meal at like during the barn raising. We're all eating. He's like sitting right next to Harrison Ford. He's like between Harrison Ford and Blondie, uh, and uh, bad guy from Die Hard. Cool. Yeah, I was like, cool. oh look, it's young Aragorn. This I was his. Uh, this was his yeah. feature film debut. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I, I saw that scene coming. So I'm, um, the point I was making earlier about I really cared about these characters. You know, um, when the partner was getting questioned, I was like, you know what? I think they're gonna kill the partner. And that's gonna, yeah. That's gonna act- that partner. Come on, girl is fine or something. I it, it, to me, I'm he's sitting there totally silent with this weird look on his face. I I don't know. I I don't want to say he deserved it. Oh but, God, Sam! No, I, but I just like I wanted to slap him and say either get out of there. What's he gonna or do? We, we, that's find the, a way he, out or something. But it's just I don't know. I, he he. That guy is his boss. He's in a in a place where that guy has all of the power. So if he runs, that guy's just going to say, stop him. He's a, he's a suspect or whatever, right? Like, and everyone in that precinct is going to listen to that man because he's yeah. the boss. There's nothing he can do except just be quiet. And I felt so bad for him because there was, again, nothing that he could do. And he knew that that guy was a bad guy. And, and then when he got the phone call about him being dead, I got genuinely upset. I was like, Oh, Harrison Ford is gonna wreck your house, man! I was pissed. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I, I, I just I guess I didn't didn't get it that way. I I'll just I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm more of a small business independent guy. I guess that I'm like screw it, you know, <laughs> slap him in the face and run out of there. <laughs> I'm not sure the way, what that has anything to do with the small business aspect of yeah. life. Well, no, it's, you know, generally entrepreneurs are, are independent and more uh, self-sustaining than others. Well, but they're, he's, he's a cop. I mean, he's part of a team. He's part of a family, and the family is supposed to look out for him. You know, like, interesting. Well, maybe, maybe, but I'm just sitting there. I'm wanting to, I don't know. This guy knew, did he, he, okay, let me ask you this. Did he know the he, chief he was oh. a bad guy? Yeah. That he had murdered people. Well, I don't know if he murdered him, but when Harrison's like, hey, Schaefer is in on it. Yeah. You know, watch your back. I mean, there's... He, so, I just think at that point, you would recruit... recruit. Well, you wouldn't be in that situation to bing, begin with. Who? You know, I'm not going to go to work knowing my boss is, is, is dirty. I'm going to find ways to protect myself before going to work. And maybe that's what we don't know what was happening behind the scenes. Obviously, the movie yeah, is obviously yeah, yeah. not the, the the point of that character was for us to like him and then for him to die. Yeah. That was the point of his character, obviously. So we don't know what he's doing. We don't know how good a cop he was. I mean, who knows? For all we know, he was behind the scenes trying to collect evidence and make life easier for Harrison Ford to kind of come back. Yeah. And then the chief called him into a, to the principal's office and then said whatever he said. And then he wound up dead by accident, whatever, shot in the line of duty. So um, we don't know. What uh, we, we, we do know is, is that that scene did make him feel like or look like a scared little boy. Um, and he might have been. Who knows? So anyway, yeah. I, I, felt, I felt upset. I, I, I mean, that's what the movie's supposed to do, right? I'm supposed to have those emotions, yeah. you know, where... 
It means you're connecting to the characters, which means the story is working. Right, and um, and so good job to them. Um, and then he punches that kid in the face, and then that's how uh, that's how <laughs> the, the bad guys find him. Uh, but before he punches the kid in the face, this happened. All right. Oh, hold on, uh, Corny. Listen for the little bit of music. This is the other. Uh, this is your stereotypical black guy with a jam box in the eighties. Hello, we're just here for the day. Would you mind if I took your picture? Now, just stand still, please. Fix your hat a little bit. Lady, you take my picture with that thing. I'm going to rip your brassiere off and strangle you with it. You got that? I love that. <laughs> but you, the music that kind of came up and then went away, like just random black guy. Yeah, uh, with, yes, yes. With like a red jacket in the boombox, turns it up and then walks off camera. It's really weird. I guess, nice. I was like, oh yeah, there are black people hanging out near the Amish. I wonder if this really happens to the poor Amish people. Do you oh, think I, people are rude enough to 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 basically impede their their walking around a I, store? Or... I, I don't think so. Uh, I have oh, some... in this country, oh, absolutely. Uh, we think so. We are, we are terrible people. Uh, well, you are in Philadelphia. Well, I was about to say it is close to Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is Philly. Eagles for life. Yeah. <laughs> you have a you have a jail in your football stadium. It's all. Yeah. Um. Holding holding center. Holding center. Is, there's a judge that's down there. <laughs> anyway. Holding center. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't care if you call it the uh, the the Freedom Return uh, location. It's still a jail. <laughs> um. Tropes, I got the dirty cop, the barn building montage, not necessarily barn building, but montage itself. Um, the people that don't like the outsider trope, you know. Yeah, yeah um, this is basically a fish out of water story. Yeah, it kind of is. It wrapped up in a, a thriller, basically. Right. Um, yeah, it's like the negotiator meets Die Hard or something. I don't know. Um, assholes who hate local thing. You know, like, there's this, so you have... The click, you know, the in, you know, they don't like the outside with the English, right? But then there's the yeah. outside world that views them as this weird and strange thing. I, there's other movies I can think, I can't think of right now, and I, I should have. Uh, and then the bodyguard falls in the person he's for protecting. They should make a movie about that. <laughs> uh, <sighs> um, was it, no, that wasn't Harrison Ford. Who was that? No, that, that was, was uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Yeah, him and uh, Whitney Houston got it on with her. Yeah song um and cocaine audible.com what Aww. audible.com sponsored this uh you can get um i did get an email from audible.com uh, letting me know so to let you the listener know that the entire harry potter series is now on audible and you can get one of those audiobooks for free Ooh. how much Free fitty. That's how much. Full free. Free fitty. Audibletrial.com slash cheap seat reviews. And you can get any one of them. I recommend all of them. But if you only <laughs> could get one of them, then I actually like the um the Goblet of Fire, the pretty yes. good one. It's also the book, the Goblet of Fire. It's also really long, so you're getting your freedom, like you're getting more value <laughs> of the freeness because it's a really long book. Freedom books. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, trivia. Rachel tells Ra Rachel tells Shepard Book, you know carpentry. He replies, a bit. Harrison Ford was in Carpenter before he became a famous actor. That's true. 
He looked. He actually looked fairly comfortable around the carpet in the carpentry scenes. Yeah, I did kind of funny if you if you follow NCIS like I do the TV show. I just thought it was funny that he's a cop who uses woodworking as a way of coping with things. I'm like, oh, so he's Agent Gibbs. Um, <laughs> although he once played a heroic man with a gun, Witness was the first starring role that broke Harrison Ford away from the science fiction and fantasy genre that made him famous and gave him his first and only Academy Award nomination for Best Actor. Sylvester Stallone was an early choice for the role of John Book. When he turned down the role, he said it was one of the worst decisions of his career. And one of the best decisions of the producer to be like, yeah, you probably don't want this one. Well, but they offered him the role. That's the problem. Yeah, how? I know, right? Go ahead, Corny, with your with your impersonation. No, no, I'm not going to do it. Okay, no. good. When shooting the murder <laughs> in the men's room, Peter Ware claimed that it was the most violent scene that he ever filmed. Today, he still thinks it was perhaps too violent, but he wanted to have an outrage over the violence that occurred before the eyes of an innocent Amish boy. <laughs> the film was released. Corny, you're, I, I only got this one just for you. This film was released in 1985. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. number two film at the box office behind Beverly Hills Cop. Damn right. Even though this film made money, a Paramount executive said that if they had known Beverly Hills Cop was going to be such a big hit, they would have not released this film so soon after it. So way to go, Beverly Hills Cop, making this movie look bad. <laughs> uh, it had a budget of $12 million bucks and made $65 million. So Nice. That's, that's still pretty good. So good job, Paramount. Um, I swear, I swear, the movie business has to be one of the most nerve wracking businesses out there. Oh, you know? Yeah. Because you either make a mint or you lose a fortune. Yeah. It seems like there's well, very few movies that are just kind of. Huh. Yeah, there's some obviously, but um, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like uh, like Serenity didn't make a lot of money in the theater. Yeah. It's made its money on DVD sales and things yep. since then. You know, Serenity was like $65 million and it made $75 million or $80 million. It didn't make a whole lot of money. But then you have movies like... Um, you know, Jupiter like, Ascending. Yeah, or... I, was I just to, saw that today and how badly that movie made money. Uh, I'm trying to think of another... Uh, like 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 Waterworld. Yeah. Like they lost a lot of money on Waterworld. Um, there's a couple other like like Rot not Rot Boy. What is it? Treasure Island is like one of not oh Treasure gosh Island. Yeah, yeah Treasure Island is like one of the is that it? I can't remember. That's like Cutthroat Island. That's what it is. That's like considered like one of the worst of ever when you when you count like percentages. Like it costs like fifty million to make and only made like six or something like that. Like it's nobody um, was interested. Yeah, um, my favorite one is um, the uh, what's the one with the the talking a- animals. Um, Daniel Craig is in it. The Golden Compass. Oh yeah. The Golden Compass was like a two hundred million dollar movie, and it made like seventy million. Yeah. Like, jeez, you know. Well, so, we forgave him. Let him do Bond. Yeah. Well, I think he actually did the first Bond movie, and then he did that movie. I think that's we, how that worked. I think we kept letting him do Bond after that one. Yeah. Well. There's another really great one that, that Disney did. What was the one when he goes to, Jupiter, to Mars to fight? John Carter? Actually, believe it or not, they've made their money back on that. Really? Yep. No. No. Yeah. How? Look it up. I am looking it up. 
Uh, I forgot Taylor Kitsch was in that. What was the what was the name of it? John Carter. Yeah. Uh, it had a budget of two hundred and sixty-three million dollars. It grossed seventy. Mm-hmm. It lost two hundred million dollars. I'm pretty sure I read somewhere where it made money back. <laughs> I, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure I saw it somewhere. $200 million? Yeah. Unless Netflix bought it for $100 million and Hulu bought it for $100 million? No. No. No, it lost money on that. It's Disney. They can absorb that. Who cares? For, Especially Marvel. Well, well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, right. Because that movie came out in 2012. Um, Tomorrow World, didn't, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland? Yeah, Tomorrowland. Didn't make a whole lot of money either. Um, though I really actually kind of liked that movie, but I think it's because I just am in love with Brad Bird. Which one? Uh, Tomorrowland, the George Clooney thing. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. It's all right. Uh, it had almost a $200 million movie budget and made almost a hundred million. So they lost a hundred million, but then, you know, Avengers two comes out and makes half a billion dollars and they're like, yeah, we're good. Okay. Here you go. Box office mojo reports that John Carter has grossed two. 154.5 154.5 million, a 4.5 million over its budget. What? Where are you reading that? I mean, I know this you just from said Forbes magazine, which is a pretty good. Okay, yeah, you're right. Worldwide, most of this coin has come from overseas. Yeah, worldwide, you're right. It made 284 yeah. million worldwide. Okay, so that's actually so that's bad. where I got that from. So I knew I saw it somewhere because I, I kind of liked that movie. To tell you the truth, I hadn't seen it. I, I do want to watch it. If it's ever on Netflix, we will watch it for this movie or for this oh, podcast. Absolutely. Because it looks like something right up our alley. Yep. Um, Ain't nothing going up my alley. No. <laughs> Soundtrack great. I gave this an ES for 80 cent. Uh, it's um, worse than that. Well, that's what it was. I mean, I guess I could also ESS. 80 cent shit. <laughs> um, what did we learn? Well, I learned that if you need to hide from bad cops, go to Amish country. Because they will never find you. And But they'll put you to work. Oh, so last clip I have. Um, Corny mentioned this right before we started recording. James Earl Jones's father is in this movie. What? You want me to prove it? I'll prove it right here. How you doing, Pop? You found the body? Mm-hmm. Not me, Daddy. I just reported it. It was the kid. What kid? I know, I know what kid it was. It was a kid in the funny black threads over there. Thanks, Pop. Did that not sound like him? Yeah, a little bit. If I told you that that was James Earl Jones, you would have believed me, right? If I yeah. said, hey, James Earl Jones in this movie, and you listen to that, you go, oh, I oh, guess I missed yeah, him. Yeah. That's his father. He's the guy who, who points out where the kid is. That's pretty cool, right? Interesting. I think that's pretty cool. Speaking of interesting things, um, okay, a little bit of gratuitous nudity. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, boobies. Where did that come from? And, <laughs> you know, I, I got to be honest with you. I would like the movie better if that wasn't there. You know, I, I'm actually kind of with you. It t- completely like threw me for a loop. I did not expect that at all either. This movie is a good date movie. Uh, I'll put it this way. It would have been a good date movie till that moment happened. Uh, yeah. And all of a sudden, just, what, are you, what are you bringing me here for? I'm not that kind of girl. Well, the other thing that threw me off was the F-bombs. He kept, Harrison Ford kept yeah. like, dropping F-bombs. I'm like, it, I just, it, it, it felt wrong. I don't know. Like he's in bed. He's like, I'm going to effing kill you. I'm going to effing whatever. And I'm like, this feels wrong. I don't know. I just, it feels like, well, we're going to make it R because we're going to show our boobies later. So we can throw in some F words if you want to. 
You know, it just didn't seem yeah. natural. Um, but yeah, when she turned around and boom, there they were. I was like, oh, I didn't expect that coming. So, but you know, <laughs> hey, thank you, Katie McGillis, for showing just your boobs. I guess. Um, that's it, right? So Maverick, to... Maverick does not approve. Oh well. Because no. actually, I think he does approve. He, yeah, he probably did approve. He's he's too busy though picturing her like a man. Oh wow. <laughs> Shots fired. I always, I always make that joke just because it pisses people off that really like Top Gun. Yeah. Oh yeah, Top Gun. He, 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 Tom Cruise's character is gay. What? No, he's not. He's the, he's the uh, typical American jock. Like, no nah, man, he didn't start having sex with her until she looked like a dude. Just saying. He got all hot and sweaty playing volleyball with dudes in jeans. Went to her house, didn't have sex with her. Left. And then had sex with her after she was dressed like a dude. Just saying. <laughs> that pisses people off <laughs> so much. I love saying that. Oh, I love it. It's not true. That's Tom Cruise. It can't be true. It can't be true. Think of the children. Um, top three. <laughs> we decided to do Harrison Ford movies. What else? I can't believe we haven't done this in the 90-something movies we've done. Well, this is only the second Harrison Ford movie we've done. And yeah. And believe me, one of my movies is on this list. Um, if this movie were streaming, we would be watching it. Uh, maybe not next week, but we would be watching it soon. Because yes. I, I really love this movie, and we'll talk about it in just a second. So, Corny, Yo. your top three. My top three? All right, we're going to go with uh, my number three. Uh, with, um... And you have to be specific. Not You can't just say Star Wars and mean like all of the ones that he's in. You have to be specific. All right, my number three, The Fugitive. All right. Okay. Just, hey, trivia about that movie. When he says, I didn't kill my wife, Tommy Lee Jones says, I don't care, ad-libbed. Anyway. Yeah. Which nice. is a perfect ad Oh, yeah. It's awesome. All right. My number two. Uh, where is that? My list shut down. Oh. Oh, no. Stupid computer. Yeah, boy. Uh Insert PC joke here. Well, out of I will say this: uh, out of all the issues we've had, mine is certainly the last computer to have one in the uh, in our list of things. Sorry. Uh, what lies beneath? Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Really? I yeah hated that movie. I, I kind of like that movie. And then uh, I'm gonna my number one is gonna be uh, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, and also uh, Star Wars: uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh, so you did you did a list of four? Well, no, my number one, I'll just do a tie, just because I like them both equally. So you list you did a list of four? No, you did both number one. You're fired. <laughs> what? Well, <laughs> okay, so Temple of Doom, you like that one over the other other two? Interesting. Okay, Kaliba. <laughs> that movie is the reason why we have the PG-13 rating. Good job. It is. Ah. Uh, by the way, I did Kalima to a coworker the other day. He laughed. Good. As long as they laugh and they get it. Um, a friend of mine on Twitter, I posted on Twitter today that we were going to, I said, uh, getting ready to get my podcast on, can I get a witness? And his response is, um, crap, what's that song that they, they dance to? Um, oh, um, 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 um. They, the <laughs> Nay Nay? Did you just say that? <laughs> I'm surprised, I'm surprised you even know what that means. 
This is a horse. They're uh, Amish. They would do the nene. I think Corny, you're gonna have to explain to saying what that means. I think he's saying it wrong. Um, no, no. He's, he's saying it right. He's. <laughs> I don't think he knows what it means. Is the problem? He said uh, yes, but I'm not gonna sing. You're some kind of wonderful, which I appreciated okay. uh, immensely. So there you go. Um, what was I gonna say? I don't remember. Sam. All right, my number three has got to be. Uh, um, I put, well, what did I put here? Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and specifically the 19th minute, 32 second um, of that movie. Opie wanted to be as specific as possible. Um, I just want to say that in that 19th minute, I do appreciate the performance by Harrison Ford. Um, He's not in the movie at that time. I'm just saying. And the 19th and then, minute of Empire Strikes Back? Yes. He's probably not in it. Yeah, he's probably like that's probably like Luke training in Dagobah or something. You'll have to see. Oh my god! And then um, I've got Witness, or not Witness, uh, <laughs> the Fugitive, <laughs> the Fugitive no, number two. Same movie, right? He, and and I I especially especially like his stunt double as he plummets off of the uh, the dam into the into the water. I think his his stunt double really did him justice. You mean the mannequin? As it, <laughs> <laughs> Especially after it careened off the concrete side of the uh, the dam uh, yeah. before it hit the water, um, yeah, did well. But uh, number one has to be has to be in Indiana Jones and specifically um, uh, the Last Crusade with uh, yeah with his father. Um, yes, had a great time yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah, that's it's you can't have Indiana Jones without Harrison Ford and Junior. I, I I am fearful for the day when they try because you know it's going to happen. Well, they're making another one already, so yeah. Hopefully, LaBeef will be the. Uh... He's not gonna be in that movie. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> there is no reason why he should be in that. They should I mean, e- erase that because that one point that was the that was the rumor. Yeah, yeah, Indiana Jones Five. It's just been announced. There's Spielberg's directing. They've got nothing else on it. Like, in fact, Harrison Ford is only labeled as rumored. Um. Anyway, you stop it with that noise. Uh, well, since we, <laughs> since you said Indiana Jones three, which would have been mine, I'm gonna flip that out for Blade Runner. Is my number three. Okay. Um, Star Wars: A New Hope would be my number two. I just like the cockiness and his arrogance and stuff like that that he portrays in that movie. Uh, and my number one, by far, without a doubt, Air Force One. I ah. love that movie. I would vote for him as president. Absolutely. He's great. He's got that great one-liner, get off my plane, and kills Gary Oldman. So, Not Commissioner Gordon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right, right in the face. So, yeah, Air Force One. Big fan. Like I said, if it was streaming, we would watch it soon. Not, like, not tomorrow. With a special escape pod. Uh, yeah, that no one used. Um, that, uh, that's it, right? That uh, I can't do multiple things. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to like. I'm actually on Netflix. Email? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm actually like trying to get on Netflix just to see real quick if it's streaming. Um. Yeah, we do have an email. Hooray! Yeah. yeah. We need Chad's soundboard with the the crowd sound. Uh. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that, Sam. 
Uh, our email comes from AOL Jeff. Yay. Yay. Uh, this is labeled the best Pro- podcast yet. <laughs> right? Uh, con- oh, my. Congrats, guys. Kung Fu Hustle was the be- best podcast yet. The idea of extra canned applause and checking the family feud survey was freaking hilarious. <laughs> Uh, I know you did an entire month of Halloween movies. Has there been any discussion of Christmas movies? If so, I would like to suggest Nativity 2, Danger in the Manger. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, that sounds awful. Corny, you're on it. I, hope I, all I want of, that to happen I so hope much. all of you were able to slow down a little bit over Thanksgiving holiday and actually watch a movie with your families just for enjoyment. As always, keep up the great work. AOL Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, well, Jeff. Yeah. I love the so, fact uh, now that he's accepted the fact that that's his name. Because that's, that's how he signs his uh, his emails is AOL Jeff. So that makes me happy. Uh, Perfect. Danger in the manger. My God. That sounds hilarious. It sounds wonderful. Uh, in a world. Oh, my God. There's three the of them. <laughs> Jesus comes back as a ninja. Uh, it's so weird. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this is what it is. Nativity 2, Danger in the Manger. A worried new teacher has to juggle a pregnant wife and a class of children on a road trip to the National Song for Christmas competition. <laughs> what? Oh, this sounds magical. It's Please. Got a, it's got a 5.5 on IMDb. Oh, that, that's, that's right in our wheelhouse. Oh, David Tennant is the dude. Uh, Doctor Who himself. Wait, wait, wait. Which? Oh, because there's From a David Tennant. Uh, David Tennant, yeah. Uh, you know, he was the bad guy in Harry Potter 4, and he was Doctor He's the Harry. very bad guy in, in Jessica Jones. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that guy. Uh, and no one else I recognize. Okay, well, m- maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We're a little scared. <laughs> I'm not. No. <laughs> If it destroys that terrible holiday, then I'm I'm all in. Stop it. Be nice. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us. I need to stop looking on Netflix. I just need to read my script and be done with it. Um, yes. Uh, out of 10, guys, go. All right. Uh, I'm going to get it. Uh, give it. Um, get it. All right. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Uh, oh, this is tough. I, I'm probably going to give it a, a 5.5. Um, Give me back my wife out of uh out of ten. Okay. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> uh Sam. Um, I'm going to give it a solid seven. Uh and really the only thing that, that made this bad for me was this that first of all the dang soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And and secondly, it did get slow in parts. It, there was parts where I was like, "When is this thing going to end?" So, um, that's yeah. Solid seven, I think, is a good place to put it. Okay, uh, I'll probably give it a. Um, I'm gonna say six and a half. I had a pretty yeah. good time with it. I thought it was a really good movie. I liked Harrison Ford. Um, yeah, you know the bad soundtrack. I think kind of what dropped it down a couple points. Uh, yeah. The bad cop work kind of dropped it down a couple points. Uh, so, oh yeah, six and a half. That's a pretty good number. Um, that's it. What are we doing next week? 
Uh, Probably watching the movie. Well, I, well, I hope so, because <laughs> that's our job. Um, we, by the way, yeah. I hope everybody had a had a great Thanksgiving. And uh, by the time they hear this, uh, that you've and, gotten over the uh, tryptophan. Right, that is correct. Yeah. By the time this, and this, if you have leftovers, I'd like them. Right, mail them to Corny. No, uh, no, no. Just tell me where you live. I'll come by. Ooh, no, that's, oh, that's kind of really creepy. Um, but sure, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I guess, uh, I um, <laughs> what is happening? Uh, 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 well, unfortunately for AOL Jeff, we had not really uh, talked about um. Oh, oh, you, what you bastard? What are you? Are you seeing what I'm doing right now? <laughs> yes, I am. Well, there's a reason why. Um. Oh. I I we were supposed to do Expendables three next week, but Harrison Ford is in Expendables three. And I didn't want to do another Harrison Ford movie right after that. Hey, what's wrong with that? Uh, Sly? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I, I'm not doing that. Uh, it's right. like, uh, uh, I don't know. It's like doing. Samuel is, uh, is, is attacking. Yeah, well, this, this isn't happening here. So what instead we're going to do is um, a movie called Wing Commander. Ah. Um, instead, and it's that's, been so long since I've seen this movie, I've totally forgotten it. Yeah, I remember very little about it too. I only remember that Freddie Prince Jr. and the guy that played Shaggy, uh, who has to be in every movie that Freddie Prince Jr. is in for some reason. <laughs> um, it's like they're contractually obligated to be in each of those movies. Um, they're like the not very good version of Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. <laughs> Um, or uh, James Franco and uh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yeah. Or Mel Gibson, Gibson and uh, Joe Pesci. Uh, what? Right. Other than love it. other than Lethal Weapon two and three, <laughs> what else have they been in together? Oh, nothing. We just hadn't said Joe Pesci. This oh, entire yeah, episode, we had so. to get it in there somehow. I was like, what? Wait a minute. No, that's, that's not one. Um. So right now we don't really have any Christmas movies on the slate. Uh, if you guys want We're us on to, the sleigh, uh, <laughs> oh. uh, if you guys email in, um, uh, any that you want us to do, do so the moment you listen to this episode, uh, and email in and we can certainly make additions to the list as we need to. Um, uh, cause right now they're all kind of cheesy action flicks coming up. Uh, well, yeah. Nightcrawler, I don't think, is a cheesy action flick. And I have no idea what a simple plan is. Oh, you've never seen a simple plan? No. Oh, okay. Weren't they a band in the 90s? They were a band in the 90s, and I liked their music a this lot. This is not a band. I, I know that. Uh, simple plan, 1998. Uh, Billy Bob, right? Directed by Sam Raimi. Oh, I'm intrigued. Uh, yeah, I am too. Uh, Bill Paxton, Bridget Fonda, Billy Bob Thornton, um, Brent Briscoe. Three, when three blue-collar acquaintances come across millions of dollars in lots in lost cash, they make a plan to keep their find from the authorities, but find complications and mistrust weaving its way into their plan. All right. Yeah. Apparently, it's not that simple. I've never heard of it. It's good. It's pretty good. People who like this also liked Sling Blade. And Dark like Man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've never what about Nightman? I've never seen Nightman. Oh, I don't think yeah. it's a thing. Um, I've Defender actually never seen Sling Blade. Day Man. Ah! It's on my list. What was that? 
<laughs> were you singing? Uh, were you singing Flash Gordon by yourself? No, if you've ever watched uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," no. Um, there's a nightman. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's awesome. You should cool watch people, it. Cool people watch it. You know, oh, is that what I, it is? It that's actually pretty accurate. I am not cool at all. I am a dork. Uh, the dorkiest. Speaking of, Jessica Jones is pretty good. I have been told that and want to uh, watch it. You should and watch I it. Started, I started the Amazon um, The Man in the High Castle. Mm-hmm. And I desperately now want to uh, get Prime so I could finish it off. Okay. Well. Now that's a selling point. Right. There you yeah. go. Um, that's it. Cool. Uh, that's all I have. Okay. So next week, Wing Commander. Go watch it. Um, with, uh, Command your wings and fly away. Isn't it based on a movie. video game or something? I can't remember. Uh, we'll find out next week. Stay tuned. In the meantime. Holy gosh. Sorry. I just got scared because a flying thing just came flying. A bug just flew at me. Jeez. scared me. Landed on the computer. I'm like, the words are flying off the screen. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Oh, um, is- M is for Moth. Oh, my gosh. ABCs of Death. Oh, right? Was that? No, it wasn't a thing. No, it wasn't oh. a moth. It was um, Mothra. It was like one of those like big mosquito things. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Just live action murder on the on the air because I killed it. Um, sorry. Well, oh, great. Now Peter's gonna come after us. Everywhere. Yeah, cried out in silence. Uh, in, whatever. Leave us a review on <laughs> iTunes or Stitcher. Um, visit our website cheapseatreviews.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com/slash/cheapseatreviews. You may follow us on Twitter at cheapseatcast. Uh, I, am, I am at Sean J Allred. At Suniji16, assuming Sam has activated his Twitter account. At Johnny Darko16. At Maestro underscore Evans is Chad. Please. And he would say he never checked it. Yes. Please, please, please send us your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. That's going to do it, I think, for for us. This is uh, Sean. I'm for Sean. This for Sean saying for Corny. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) How many times have I done this? Uh, On behalf of. Only 93 times. Of Corny and Chad. We miss you, Chad. Sam, uh, happy Thanksgiving, and we will see you next time. Gobble, gobble, mother lover.